Hey everybody, this is a podcast for me, a podcast for you as well as a podcast for me. I'm your host K-Dog, I don't have a co-host right now, only because I just recorded one yesterday and I figured I wanted to record one more, another another jaunt into the fray, you know, I just wanted to throw out some news, look at, look at me, just doing my hair real quick. I just wanted to talk about some things rambling in my head, you know, get these things out before I forget. I wanted to record yesterday by myself again, but uh, ran out of time doing laundry and shit. You know, life is kind of weird like that. So if you're new to this show, all it is is basically usually, okay, it's just two nerds talking about fucking movies and shit or whatever's going on in the world. And uh, even before that was just me talking about the things that I, you know, I saw in the news and just my opinions on things, kind of like a uh, a training in podcasting, as well as a, maybe like a diary or a window in the, in the eye of time that we're in, you know, and uh, that at this time, you know, as opposed to like the 1970s, you know, 2021, what went down in that year, you know, and um, oh, yeah, the, uh, the recording, I think it's uh, December... 28th uh 2021 yeah let me let me check ziggy what's the what's the date today is tuesday december 28th yeah it's the 20th <laughs> i could have just paused it but <clears throat> i wish that it was an easier way of pausing and um then uh just hitting a button actually i could probably macro button yeah. but whatever rambling Anyways, you're wondering, hey, what the fuck is he getting at? Anyways, you know, you know talk about some stuff, some things I've seen, you know, my riff, riff section, you know, there's a riffing on stuff. Oh, yeah. What was I talking about? The nature of this podcast. So in the beginning, it was just me talking. And then uh, then my friend, you know, he, I got him, I tricked him into doing the, the podcast. So now we're doing it together. You know, we talk about things. It's better to have two people in a podcast format, but every once in a while, it's not too bad to have a a solo cast um and then uh yesterday we were talking about the matrix and things like that and uh our, our views of the movie and things like that and it's funny too because like i had a higher opinion of the movie before going into reviewing the movie but then after reviewing the movie i was like uh, not so much so if you're curious about that you could check it out on uh podcast for we on youtube or spotify or fucking Oh, on Spotify and everything else is podcast for me. Only on YouTube is it podcast for we, but on Spotify, it's podcast for me. And I didn't change the name because like there's so much there. So I just like continue. I've only done like maybe 50 episodes with my friend and uh, over 200 just by myself. So, I mean, it's all about repetition, I guess. Oh. So if you, uh, if you like the podcast, you like what you're hearing, uh, you can find us on the YouTube podcast for we. And uh, if you like the Spotify or the Netflix, not Netflix, stupid, or Apple iPod or any kind of anywhere you find podcasts, it's, it's, it's actually uh, called podcast for me. Okay. And if you want to email us or anything like that, I have a website, uh, podcastforme.com, or you could, this podcast for me, all spelled out. Now, no numbers, or you could just get hit us on the Gmail podcast for me at gmail or you can just comment on the youtube if you want or leave us a review 
enough advertising myself, huh? Let's get into some some shiznit. So I didn't even know this was a thing, but there's a guy. Uh, well, there's a way of thinking called an accelerationist. And I was listening to this one guy talk about his, this is kind of weird. So there's this guy I listened to, his name is Kyle Kalinske. I think he's a pretty smart guy, uh, pretty decent. I like him. And uh, he was not reviewing, but commenting on something that uh, this guy was talking about. And the guy was an accelerationist. He was talking to some black lady. I, I really don't know the context of the show or anything like that because I don't truly care at all. I just like the concept of the whole idea that they were talking about. And then his rebuttal, Kyle Kalinske's rebuttal of the whole ideology behind an accelerationist. So some of you might be wondering what a accelerationist is and shit. I, I, I still think it's kind of a made up thing, but apparently it's people, it's an ideology in which you think things need to get worse before they get better. And this, I guess, pertains to society as opposed to just, simple thinking things need to get better than worse just an ideology if things go bad then to get better but that's it in a nutshell right and whatever philosophy that is so the guy was like hey look you know i think the world i, I think he sounds like polish so i think he seems like a wacko but whatever he was like i think we america needs another catastrophe you know to uh move forward it'll get better it'll have to get worse before it gets better and the two kind of putts around about what they're talking about and uh i've actually said something similar in previous podcasts about that you know maybe maybe things need to get worse maybe america demands a sacrifice to learn things like pertaining to covid i always thought uh covid uh with the masks and everything all the rhetoric if we were to lose all the people that were projected, then maybe America would have figured out, hey, maybe we should listen to scientists or something like that. But like as, as time grew, I don't even know if like there's, I don't know, scientists there that aren't out for their own interests. You know, like it's like you, if you take some things out of context, or without a perspective, you can kind of create a narrative to go with anything you want, really. And I didn't know that was a thing until this year of 2021, maybe even 2020. You know, it's like a whole year of people shifting narratives and talking in a certain way to, to promote their point, both on both sides, really. So say you're pro-masking, you, you're just throwing out rhetoric, you know, hey, yeah, I mean, pro mask you know you reduce the viral load which i never actually heard anyone say i am the one who says that and then maybe i've heard joe rogan say it but i'm the one who came up with that shit first but whatever anyways or maybe they heard of something i don't know and i didn't see that in this but i'll, I'll own that <laughs> anyways yeah you get the mask and you got the distance plus mask you know you create a narrative where you're like hey mask do kind of work then you got your rebuttal, you know, like what does a mask do? You can fart through a mask <laughs> or uh, you could still spit powder. So you can still get COVID or whatever, you know? And I always thought that was like a crazy way of thinking, you know, but on that side, really on the rights and the right would then like take something that's true in which it's like somewhat true. Like, yeah. Does the mask prevent uh, COVID? You know, and it, I mean, like in a binary system, you could say no, 
because it does, you know, COVID does come through that mask because it is smaller than say, uh, unless you have an N95, but even then you can argue that, are you creating a good seal? And um, you'd argue, you argue any way we want, you know? And so you're like, yeah, no, in a binary system, yeah, no. But that's not really like how it works, right? <laughs> I mean, like, I think it helps more to have a mask and distance than say it helps, then doesn't fix everything, you know? And then the right, and most people who kind of lean right, and they, even if they say they don't, they're like, I'm in the center. And you're like, no, you're, you're leaning right. But um, yeah, you would say something to the effect of, uh, yeah, 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 it's, it's smaller than that, and it can go through a mask, and then you can get sick, you know, that one particle. And then the right would then come up with another thing, well, the PCR test doesn't even work because it takes that one particle of COVID, and then it increases it a bunch, and then, you know, you don't even, you're not even sick, and you get tested positive for COVID. So in one ideology, it's like, one particle preventing, you know, a lot of particles, but at least one will get in there and you'll get sick. And then they say, and they reverse the ideology with the, if it's a particle and you're multiplying, you're doing it for no reason, because who's to say if it propagates, you know, if anything, if you're really thinking about it, I mean, you kind of support that, you know, the left's narrative, but either sides aren't even talking to each other. They're just throwing out talking points and just attacking each other. So there's that. And, you know, bringing it back to accelerationists, you know, I was thinking, yeah, you know, when you're in a time where people now have with the, all the knowledge that they have are just choosing and cherry picking what they want to believe in, much like the Bible before we've created a new Bible and it's information. And with that, we could just manipulate whatever thing we want to get whatever we want much like the Bible. So I just came up with thought one day, like, yeah, maybe Bible was information 1.0 and now we're at information, you know, 2.0. Uh, maybe we'll get to another level because we've already ditched the whole Bible thing. And there was things in the Bible that worked. Like if you cherry picked one way, it, it worked. And if you cherry picked another, it didn't, you know? I mean, if you're reading it just as it is, word for word, beat for beat, you know, that context, I mean, yeah, it doesn't sound too good, you know, but there is wisdom in things, even in shit, you know, there's always light and dark, you know, it's a contrast, you have to, you can't have light without darkness, you can't have darkness without light, so with the Bible, you know, there is a contrast in there, you got a bunch of stories in there, and there's lessons to be learned there, and I, I always thought of the Bible as a, a bunch of wisdoms passed down through the ages, and some that people just got together and were like, hey, this is what we should do, and um, if you're trying to explain to a child, you know, um, a way of thinking, it's best to do through story form, you know, and I, I think of us people back in the day are more like children or brains were kind of, you know, a little bit weaker. Maybe we never grew out of that. But we did grow out of the Bible, though. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's not a thing like you can, you can in the 90s, you, you, you make fun of the Pope and you're, you're done, you know you know, Sinead O'Connor or whatever, you know, oh, how dare you do that? You made fun of the Bible. And then, you know, fast forward to now, you can just say whatever the fuck you want, you know, their whole child molestation and hiding that fact, uh, didn't help. But I mean, those are just establishments, you know, like every establishment, no matter what they choose to hold dear, you know, there is corruption because there's still people there, you know, uh, rats find a way. So anyways, you get the Bible and 
kind of misunderstanding of things, but you know, a lot of wisdom there, you know, a lot of things turn out to be bad shit happens and good shit happens, you know, and then good shit happens and bad shit happens and it's never ending process. You know? And uh, you fast forward to now and you got information, you know, the, the new God information, you know, it's all everywhere, you know, all the information you want. And you could say, oh yeah, the masks do work to an extent. The, wor- the masks don't work to an extent. And people want to create these binary ways of thinking. You know, they either do or don't rather than thinking, you know, it's, com- it's a combination of things. Then they either deify or de- de- was it demified, de- de- demonized, demonized. There you go, demonized. There's no one there, by the way. I just pointed randomly. So if you're watching this on the YouTube, I'm pointing to someone in your audience and uh, you're helping me out, screaming at the screen, you know, that's demonized motherfucker. So anyways, uh, where was I? Uh, so you, you got, uh, you know, you deify a uh, Fauci or you uh, demonize a Fauci. Uh, and if you don't understand any of these terms, just Google the shit. Google my year and what I said, and then you can kind of figure out what I'm talking about. If Google still exists, you know, uh, Googlers are way are searching through things. And even that's kind of weird, right? We have created an establishment to search for our information, you know, and the information it does give us, depending on how far we're going to look, that's what we'll accept as our narrative you know, being what most people do is look at the first few things. I mean, shit, we look at a headline and then we just on the basis of the headline, we're like, that's what the story is about. In reality, that's not exactly what's going on, but whatever. So you have a headline saying, you know, two black dude, well, no, not two black dudes, but one black dude in the heart of Chicago got beat up by Trump fans, you know, and I was just like, well, what the fuck? That doesn't sound right. But you see the headline sensationalized. It makes you want to click on it and you click on it this jargon and we learned that that guy faked his kind of thing you know jesse smollett is what i'm talking about so woo that if we're searching up 2021 20, or 2020 whenever it happened uh juicy smollett uh anyways so yeah we got this way of thinking you know you know dfi demonize you know fauci's bad fauci's good you know whatever and um once again we're just muddling it up, you know, you got this whole thought process of, you know, this is how a person is. They're either good or bad, as opposed to nuanced, but whatever. They lie, they tell the truth, whatever. And um, most times when you're talking to a kid, usually you're not telling them the full truth. You're just telling them an aspect of the truth, you know, or maybe you are just outright lying. But it's just so that you can get them to do the thing that you need them to do, like whether it be go to school or learn shit, you know, do your chores, you know, don't watch too much TV. You'll say whatever it takes, you know, an aspect of the truth or a twist of lie, you know, and the child will either do or do not. But most times the child will do the thing. But I think of our society as a child still, you know, we're in our, I would say, teenage years where we think we know some shit before hundreds of years ago, maybe even hundred years ago and on, we were like little tantrum kids, just throwing tantrums, doing bad things, you know, not even knowing what we're doing, you know, very nuanced though, not just all the way bad, not all the way good, just things that we're doing with 
less maturity, let's say. And then you get to now information age. Now we, like a, like a teenager, you, you think, oh, I know things now because I have information at my hand. And so I know what I need to do and the things that I know. And there's no more learning for me because I already have it all. And that's where we're at right now in this society. We're in this phase of, um, you know, like I know, I, I know what's good for me, you know? And that's not the truth. True maturity, I think, at the end is right, realizing that you're always going to be learning and uh, it's the way it is, you know, and you make mistakes and then you uh, correct your mistakes or what have you. And so that's where I think we are in, in our time. So with the accelerationists or whatever that is, this guy's calling out for a catastrophe. Kyle Kalinsky's like, I disagree with this shit, you know. And then he uses like the Iraq war as a um, as a, a way of thinking, like to dispute that way of thinking. So he says that like uh, you have Bush and you have the Iraq war and then the left had like for us to go to war, the, the left had to like go even more right to go to war as opposed to uh, the left not going to war and which is kind of a weird thing because i don't think like right or left is like a war thing i think it's a they, we created a system for when we go into war we have to vote on it and that way you know it's a hundred percent you know both parties have to get to that you know depending on how your senate and your congress is made up but for the most part it's set up in a way where a lot of people have to come together to do that you know and that's how politics work right so I give an inch so I can take something later, you know, or I take something later so I can get something now or something like that, some half-assed thing, right? Leading the war. And that's his way. And I, I think to myself, like, yeah, no, I mean, the, the way he, he explained it, you know, like his is against like accelerationist, you know, we don't think we need to catch uh, catastrophe we could just like learn to do better you know and i think that was a very i don't think it's wrong right i mean it's different from what i think of but i don't think necessarily catastrophes lead to good things or they don't lead to good things but the way we are now as teenagers in this society i would say we mostly um mostly learn from bad things i mean you go to jail steal your dad's car, you know, think you do bad, some bad shit, and the bad shit happens to you, and you're like, fuck, I'll never do that again, and you grow up a little, you know, but in the, in the, in the thought process of this guy, he's like, hey, yeah, we, we've done bad things, and we went even harder in the paint to do good things, I don't know how that disputes the whole catastrophe thing, you know, but it actually strengthens the whole ideology, but he started bringing up examples of how if you if you follow that way of thinking, it'll just get worse. And he says that oh, it's just been getting worse and worse. And you know, see, it's not it's not working. You know, and I was like, well, I mean, it just depends on your perspective, right? Like, for now, you're right, right? But I mean, if time is moving forward, eventually you're wrong. Anytime you have a long period of time of something, eventually your 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 views the way you think or a thing reverses it's just, it's just the way it is and um 
say if you're saying it's not as bad as it was 20 years ago or it is worse and nothing's gotten better i don't know it just depends on your perspective of what's better you know what is better right let's just let's let's break that down so i have a house that's better right but covid sucks so that sucks right but that's the individual right how about the society what's better Gays can marry now. We couldn't before. We can in some states. Weed's legal. Is that better? I don't know. Um, we're not doing war as much as we were 20 years back, you know, in Iraq and all that desert storm. Um, I don't know. I, I think the world's better, maybe. I don't know. Pre-COVID, you know, we... Uh, Guess we're feeding more people than before so i don't know i don't know things are getting better so maybe from a different perspective maybe catastrophes like a war did you know do some good but i mean like it just depends on what you're what you're looking for in the in the in the heart of good you know because like they in the iraq war there was a lot of lies going on and then the uh we went to war we found out that they were all lies later on and nothing happened from that. So we really didn't learn anything, you know, that's, that's like, um, like you stole your dad's car and you almost got caught. Yeah. He knows, you know, but nothing happened. No one got punished. So did you learn from your mistake? And one could argue, yeah, you learned, you didn't steal your dad's car again. Did you make a, another mistake that's equivalent, you know, instead of stealing your dad's car, you stole some money stole something, got away with it. I think that just teaches you that you can get away with stuff. And that's what we did, right? We went to war. We know that's some bullshit reasons we went to war, but hey, there we are, you know? Nobody cares, yeah. I mean, some people say stuff, you know, and I see, and that's why you can't trust this government. And I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess you're not, guess you're learning i don't know and uh yeah so i i tend to agree with the accelerationist i think that most people even given your own life you're like if you look back at your own life and you think to yourself you know all the bad shit that went down and where it led you i mean you could at one moment use the information 2.0 trick or bible 1.1.0 trick and see a thing and say see it got even worse or you could see a thing and say, oh, it did get better because of that, you know, led me to these series of events that got me to point A to B to C. C is pretty good until, you know, D, E, F, <laughs> and that sucked. And then it got better. So it's the endless waltz of good and bad, you know, one leading into another. I mean, say, but just imagine you were married and life sucked and then you divorced. And then when you fast forward a few years with this one chick, Shit's good, drain your balls, all good, right? And she wants to marry you or whatever. You're like, nah, I'm good. I learned from my mistakes, you know? Well, that didn't happen unless you did that. You know, it's like a contrast, right? Like, uh, say you're, you're a homeless person, you're living on the streets, and then you have a house, you know? That homelessness and that being in a homelessness state 
leading to the point where you're, you know, in house. I mean, that's a, you know, that's a bit of a contrast and that is catastrophic, you know, depending on your, your definition of catastrophic. I don't know if, if you ever just lived on the streets. I mean, that's pretty, I'd be, if you come from a house and then you live on the streets, that's catastrophic, I would say, right? Losing a job, I would say that was catastrophic, you know, when, when you move bigger to society, war, you know, that catastrophic. Are we more inclined to go to war now? I don't know. Uh, oftentimes, though, I have noticed that a lot of podcasters try to offer a here is how it is, which is just another way to say, here's my take. And uh, rather than just, you know, just asking questions, you know, Socratic way, you know, just ask questions, just, you know, hey, what about this? What about that? You know, and about this, what about that? You know, and I, like I said, the question was, you know, did going to war teach us anything now? It taught us some things, right? You, uh, you hear, yeah, well, how can I trust you? You voted for this, and that's why we went to war. It's, it's tricky, right? But yeah, I, I do think that that guy was right. You know, America demands catastrophe to move forward. And COVID, you would say, yeah, it's catastrophe because we closed a bunch of places. It did shift things quite a bit. You know, we're not getting as much stuff, you know. But America isn't, I don't know, is it good at like something over time and then it's learned? Like something bad over time? Or is it one big thing, right? And we get the Twin Towers, right? We're in Afghanistan the next day, you know? Yeah, Pearl Harbor or World War II. A tragedy, and we end up in World War II. I don't know, man. It seems like um, catastrophes do, like a massive catastrophe does lead to something good, you know, if you, if you see it in that eye, you know? That's not to say I'm right or wrong, but, I mean, when you see it from that perspective, there you go. You could say that, you know, because of the 9 not 9-11, but the... You know, December 7th, uh, Pearl Harbor uh, led to us in World War II, which led to us winning and then being seen as bad guy, Cold War, training Afghanistan people and letting them do their thing and them attacking us later on for 9-11. Seems like it just keeps on going back and forth. So if you look at it that way, yeah, I guess you don't need an acceleration because, you know, things never change. Excuse me. You go up and down, right? But that's life. You know, you don't stop living, right? You know, you have a bad day, you don't just die. You know, some people do, but I mean, really, if you have a bad day, you just move forward, learn from it, or hopefully learn from it, or something good comes out of it at the end, right? And um, that's life, right? With people. I mean, if you haven't learned that by now, sucks to be you, but life gets bad and then it gets better. <laughs> gets better then it gets bad you know forever until you die and you know one might say something bad could be a catastrophe another person can say it's just bad it just depends on where you are you know on that spectrum of good and bad so bring it to close though our society does the same fucking thing you know some good some bad some good and so what do we do we don't like fuck it's not working so what do we do destroy society Something new will rise. It'll be the same thing. You know, so like, 
Yeah. I mean, catastrophe. Yeah. I mean, fucking maybe we do need a catastrophe. Maybe America needs that. Like an actual good one where you could say on this day, boom, you know, and then we learn from it, hopefully. Right. That's a good way to end that thought process. Who be calling me? And then uh, let's hear. So I was thinking about uh, uh, this one little thing I watched talking about fighting light in the darkness. And uh, I guess I'm going should have ate so much fried rice. It made me tired. But I wanted to do this, get get some thoughts out there. So I forced myself to come upstairs and shoot the breeze with you guys. Hmm. So, you know, light in the darkness, you know, light works, you know, it's brighter than darkness, you know, whatever the fuck, right? And then they were talking about Nazis and how they are, the nature of a Nazi, where they did bad things, right? And then they started to enjoy it. And I thought about that. I chewed on that fact. So they were talking about a story in which the Nazis, you know, after they've tortured these people for so long, they uh, they they would make them the tortured people pick up heavy things and move them one way, which seemed impossible. And when they got to the finish line, they would move all that stuff back, make them move it back, and for whatever reasons, you know. And obviously, you could tell. I mean, if you're not doing anything, if you're just lifting a salt bag, it's heavy, one spot, you know, try to create a wall. You're like, okay, at least I'm doing something, you know, and then you have to move it back. You're not really doing something in the way you thought. You're entertaining these people. And um, I thought to myself about, like, like how, how do you get to that, right? How do you, how, how do you get to just... Um, I have to do these bad things and they equal me enjoying it or something like that. And it's easy to write it off and say, uh, cause they're crazy. Right. There's a lot of people doing it. You know, a lot of crazy people or was a system that created a situation that just made you look crazy. I don't know. Cause I mean, like maybe the first few years of torturing some Jews, you thought, you know, maybe this sucks and maybe we shouldn't be doing this because you're in the system, you're going to keep doing it the same way, you know, because is the way it works. And eventually, you know, you twist into yourself and you're like, you know what, fuck this. We're going to torture, we're going to torture them so bad, they maybe revolt. <laughs> I don't know. So maybe, maybe that's the reason. Or maybe they're just bad guys, right? Isn't it easier just to like label a group of people and say they're just bad? You know, makes it easier, makes them separate from us, like they did with uh, the Jews. You know, they're like rats, they're separate from us, they're not even human. That's how you're able to create that situation, right? You thought of them as less human, and therefore you could do the things that you do because you're, you're justified, right? I'm different from them. And then fast forward to now, you're like, oh, I'm not like a Nazi, I'd never do that. You know, I'm different from them. Uh, they're like monsters, not me you know, depending on what you're doing, right? That's, that's an interesting way of thinking. Chew on that for a bit. <laughs> but um, other than that, I mean, there had to have been something to make, you know, Nazis do even worse shit than they had to, because they didn't really have to, I mean, unless there was an order, hey, be worse. I mean, they were just supposed to, you 
you know, gather them up and kill them <laughs> or make them work because you could kill them eventually. Well, that makes a kind of sense, right? You get to make the people that you don't think are humans build up their demise and then end them, you know? And you think to yourself, give me a second, itchy throat. Probably open crowd, who knows? And you think to yourself, whoa, 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 wait, 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 how's the good in that, you know? And so you think to yourself, well, I was just having a talk with my son about, like, you know a place because of something they did. So like America, you think of their food, their actors. Japan, you think of, you know, anime or their equipment, their toys, the things that they made, right? Made in Japan, you're like, oh, that's legit. You think of England, the clock, I guess, I don't know. And then I go, what do you think of Germany? You know, what, what, what famous thing they got going on? And he's all like, well, I think they had Nazis. And he's 11 at this time. I was like, no, oh, there you go. I mean, so the, at the time too, there was other people worse than the Nazis. You know, it's Stalin. He way worse. Some Chinese guy. He did worse. But Genghis Khan, he did pretty bad. But we don't think about those things. We think about the Nazis, right? And why do we think of that? You know, because it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. We took that guy out. You know, we took that guy out. I don't know. So for all time, we can refer to something, a key point in history, and be on the same page. You know, you're a Nazi, or that guy's a Nazi, or this person's a Nazi, meaning the worst fucking human being that have ever existed. Because no one ever goes around and says you're a Genghis Khan. You know, nobody makes shows about how Nazis were cool. <laughs> It's, it's all bad it's like every single fucking thing you know you know meanwhile you got Genghis Khan and you're like let's make a show about him you know and people like it whatever well I mean that's the thing so it sucks to say that you are a person or persons that created a situation where for all time all of human history we're always going to refer to that Nazi or maybe maybe this is just a now thing maybe uh, 200 years from now someone's going to top that and that will be the new word that we throw around at each other just flip it hopefully not but probably what we do like if you're you're a Benghazi you know oh you fucking Benghazis these Benghazis out here something like that you know maybe maybe that'll be a thing but in my window of time as you're watching this and this is the year 2019 29 2021 why did i say 2019 had that on my mind i guess we're uh we, we always refer to nazis that's the the lowest common denominator whenever you're shitting on somebody or something you're a nazi and so there you go perspective you know eight million jews die tortured to death and for all time you can just refer to that you know that's a you know so bringing it back to accelerationists, you know, you think about it, you got, um, you got COVID, right? And it was projected 10 million people dying or something like that. Some absurd number. And so we did things to counter that. And so instead of learning that, Hey, maybe that's, maybe that helped. We turned it into see, not many people died. 
And you could say it was because of the masks and all these precautions, or you could say that was always going to happen. No one will ever know. And it's, it's up to us, you know, in the future to look back and think, hey, did we do right with this COVID? I wouldn't think so. And my philosophy was always, well, America seems to not learn shit unless bad shit happens. And like the shit that did happen is like a slow crawl. And America is not good at learning slow crawl. It just takes forever. Right. I mean, look at the cigarette industry. They're still selling cigarettes. But they had a good run. You know, kill a lot of people. <laughs> Government right behind them. They're like, yeah, these guys are good. Now they're like, oh, you know, cigarettes are bad. Oh. But you know, fast forward 100 years ago, shit, it's all it's all good. And so here, here we are now. And we're like, did we do good with COVID? I don't think so at all. And I have to say, I think if um, say, okay, with cigarette smoke, if everyone was dying, like all the millions of people that died, died immediately, like immediately, yeah. it's not like they sell poison you know like like you can't take arsenic like you can't just buy arsenic and then imbibe in it you know can you imagine they sold that on the so it'd be like why did you sell arsenic to all these millions of people and he goes it was their choice they bought that shit you know that's their bad you know but they literally just died in the course of days and you're like oh shit and then you become the new nazi right the thing with covid though is people died slowly over time you know now we've got millions of people dead from covid i would say then if you were to have killed them immediately then i bet we would change change a thing because you got to realize you know back in the olden days when we're all just villagers uh someone dies everyone fucking felt that shit you know because there's only like 20 of us here you know <laughs> that fucking sucks now when you read about 20 people die in any part of the country like that's it really or you're one of the good people who think those thoughts, but actually say out loud, well, that's sad. But in reality, you don't care. You're just ambivalent about it. So what, what are we talking about here? You know, like uh, COVID, you know, like maybe we should have had people die immediately. And then people could then say, hey, let's wear these fucking masks. Let's get these vaccines. You know, I don't care if it kills a bunch of people. I'd say it's mass majorities. Let's do that. But nope. Slow death. America does not learn its lessons. Slow death means slow learning. Fast death is fast learning. Make a t-shirt off of that. Tell you what. So... I was watching this Boston legal 2004 clip on the YouTube. And it was this guy, I think his name is Alan Shore played by, um, what's his name? Guy on the black. Come on, help me out here. Uh, keep wanting to say Kevin Spacey, but no, it was the guy in Stargate. It's the voice of Ultron. His name is something thank you from back in the field david spader or is it james spader james spader david spader is another guy he was on can't shoot me or something no, james spader stargate blacklist 
<laughs> Anyways, him and uh, Captain Kirk are you? And I don't, I don't really know this the actor's name. Not the actor, William Shatner. But like, I don't know what they. I don't really watch this show, and I'm thinking about watching it. And the two are arguing. This is in 2004, back when there was a McCain and an Obama at the time, you know. And um, so they're arguing. Why would you vote for McCain? You know, he's old. He's gonna die. And the other guy's like, why would you vote for Obama? He's going to raise taxes, you know, and all that. They're coming at each other. Then they end up shooting each other with paintball guns, right? So, so just devolved, right? And you fast forward to now, and you had Trump and you have Biden, you know, and Biden's old. Now it's like we reversed. So the saying McCain's old, we're saying Biden's old. And, uh, you know, same rhetoric, you know, raising taxes and what have you. And uh, I think they're both wrong. <laughs> this whole right and left, I think, I think that the media took a, t- took a chance in the sense of like they all kind of came together, started building up the left, you know, because it feels like if you, if you appeal to poor people, and usually that's for the left, there's more of them to vote so you know there you go they're more easy to to adjust you just have to have stories and things that feed into your narrative and that shapes the culture and creates more liberals and that's where we're at that's where we're at now 29 2021 I keep saying 2019 and um a lot of the arguments they used echoed it's funny too, because like with the with the gift of foresight, meaning this is in two thousand four before that those two you know duked it out and became one became president. You know, they don't get their head chopped off or whatever. That's Highlander. Never mind. You know, did Obama raise taxes? He did. Uh, so like a lot of the arguments were like you know talking points of Republicans. You know, the left always raises taxes and all this shit, right? But I mean. They do raise taxes, but not for like disingenuous reasons. They just raise taxes on a bunch of other things that inadvertently hurt people. So maybe the the right has a bad way of explaining themselves. Maybe you shouldn't tax as many people. And what the left does doesn't tax a lot of people. They inadvertently tax people a lot, you know. So one 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 there's intent, the other is an accident. But is it an intent if you kind of know it? And then you make the mistake, right? So if I say, if I drink this water, I'm going to choke. And I drink the water and by accident I choke. Was that intent? Or was that, you know, I don't know. Like, I fucked up. It was an accident. So we know with the gift of, and this is, this is a hard fucking thing to find too. Like, um, I couldn't find it on Google. So I had, to, I had to go to other websites that search for stuff. And uh, yeah, yeah, I found I found out the details. So he did he did in fact tax a bunch of people back in the day, but it wasn't like directly, you know. So like from a point of being, from 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 point of view, if you're you know Obama fan, Obama fan, you know, I mean, he didn't tax a lot of people. He, he didn't tax the poor. He only taxed the rich, you know, which is true. He did tax the rich. That was smart, you know. He taxed the rich a little, you know. But then he taxed a bunch of other shit that poor people imbibe in. You know, so you're inadvertently taxing the poor. So cigarettes are pretty cheap. So he taxes the cigarettes, right? And 
because they're cheap and they're escape of reality or whatever, you know, most poor people smoke, you know, that's just the way it is. And so you're inadvertently, you're taxing the poor, you know, but that's just the way you can see the numbers, you know, in one instance, if you want to see the numbers, right, you didn't directly tax the poor, you just taxed a bunch of other stuff, right? So, you, okay, you got your Obamacare, right? And Obamacare is basically everyone has to buy insurance. And through that, that ensures that, you know, there's like a system now of money that can go to poor people that apply for it, right? They're intelligent. But so if I'm Joe Schmo, right, and I'm not paying for insurance, and at the time that was what, 60 bucks, 60 to 100 bucks, depending on where you're at. In California, it's a little bit different. Well, let's just say it was 60 bucks. And you weren't, you don't go to the hospital often. You just don't because you know you can't afford it. So you don't ever go, you know? So you don't, so you're poor. You can go to the hospital. And you weren't you weren't spending like sixty bucks a, a month, but now you are. Now you have to, and if you don't, you'll get penalized. You know, six hundred bucks or whatever, right? So inadvertently, you're taxing poor, but that's not really what he was doing, right? He wasn't he wasn't taxing the poor. He was just making poor people pay into a system that will help other people, forcing you into paying and helping other people. I don't know. I mean, sounds good, right? I guess. I mean, then you got your middle class or lower middle class, right? They're barely making it. They weren't paying for insurance, but now they have to, or they'll get a penalty. So now they're paying. So now they're paying 60 bucks, maybe 120 bucks a month. That money that, you know, that's 1200 bucks. Talk about a tax. It is a tax because you're paying it for something you're not using, you know? And yes, some people are using it, right? So whatever, I mean, inadvertently, yeah, if you are voting for a Democrat, you are voting for more taxes, you know, and not necessarily directly to the individual, but inadvertently, you know, so you can pay for all these other programs that you may or may not need, or they're mismanaged. I know that sounds very right-leaning, I guess. I don't know. I, I feel like I was bashing them a second ago, but now I'm on their side. I don't know. Whatever, whatever you think I am, you know. So yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, the Captain Kirk guy, he said something that's kind of true. The other guy kind of said something that's kind of true too. You know, he didn't tax the poor, but he did. Inadvertently. And and that's and that's the ABCs of this whole Republican and Democrat. Does it work? No. And like, would it work better if there was more parties, right? Meaning more drinking and alcohol? No, I'm joking. We're talking about Democratic parties, right? So maybe there's three. Now three people are vying for power. So that would then mean that a third of the America, not a third, it'd be three quarters of America, right? That like represent the America, Something like that. I don't know. Because when you have two parties, it's either this half or that half. You know, with a little bit of overlap. That makes sense. I think that's an easier number to grasp. That half a country wants this. Half a country wants that. Just kind of shows you where your country is, you know, as a place. You know, like, 
you're feeding the poor a lot, that's half the country wanting to feed the poor. So how did that happen? Well, the entire country created a situation where they have to feed the poor. So it's like, what do you want to do? You want to feed the poor or you want to stop that creation of poor? That's a thought, right? I don't know if that's being echoed anywhere in politics. Like rather than doing what you can for people now, let's prevent the future, you know, from doing it again, you know? That's what I think about like, you know, tax loans and shit, or not tax loans, but yeah. college loans, right? We want to forgive the debt now, right? We want to forgive all the debt, all the people now. But how did we get to that point, right? Well, you just kept giving out loans. You kept giving out loans to people and you created a debt, you know, because people took those loans without understanding what they were doing. And now they have that debt. And now with that debt, you want to forgive it, you know? But what's to stop it from happening again? You know, because you could still hand out those loans. So I, I would recommend, I propose this, stop the loans. That way, there you go. You know, they could still accrue their, the people who are in debt, they could still do their thing, slave, slave paying. But then the future generation doesn't have to suffer all that. Or we pay the debt off. And then still not give out loans that way that we could eventually recuperate all our losses. I think that'd be a better of the two. It's really coming down out there. Can't see because the way I have the lighting. You know, there's that methodology, but like that's not happening in politics. You know, you got your left. And it seems like left is all about now, 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 now. And right's more about what about later? But that kind of doesn't make sense. It's not binary like that, right? Because you got climate change. So that's a left-leaning thing, right? And that's the future of now, right? But they're forgetting about now, right? You can't just go to gas and fossil fuels, get off of it immediately when there's people already working on that. But they are thinking of the future. The Republicans are like, that shit ain't real. We can't just get off of it. But what about the future of the world? You know, maybe we, so, I mean, we're going back and forth and we have all these ways of thinking, you know, about now, I think maybe we should come up with a new form of government. One that kind of, I don't know, talks about now and preparing for the future, right? Like helping your people now, giving them food, but saving food for the winter. And it's a cold winter. So there, you know, as opposed to now, 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 and only I'm talking about now when it, you know, suits me and then later, 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 and only talk about now when it suits me, you know, see what I did there, the left, I need shit now, except later, except uh, when it talk about climate change and Republicans, they're all about, what about later, you know, debt, you know. People, people not, uh, we're going to be out of money, you know, a uh, country being attacked, you know, they're worried about that later, but when it comes to now, you know, climate change or, you know, get off of fossil fuels, right? No, 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 no. we can't do that. We got to talk about now, you know, we can't just get people on a fossil, get them off of fossil fuels. What the fuck are they going to work? You know, it's weird. Two-party system. It's not perfect. 
It's the one we have. And is that a good thing? You know, it's like you have a mom and dad that argue all the time. Is that a good thing? You know, like, is it good? You know, at least you have parents, money, you know, two people working at a problem. That seems good. They're fighting a lot. So that's where we're at. We have these two parents and they suck. <laughs> I wish we had better parents. Maybe, maybe, maybe they can grow up another generation that could kind of figure it out. That would be the hope, right? But I mean, here we go. On the horizon, a catastrophe, epic proportions. No one can see it, I guess. Maybe they can feel it on the horizon. You know, the supply chain. That's what I'm talking about. The, the lack of stuff. I mean, once we start running out of stuff, you know, that we need, the way we are now as teenagers in this society, we're all about survival. You take things away from a teenager, they're going to do some things that they didn't think possible. That's where we're at with our immature way of thinking. I mean, right now we have stuff. But slowly but surely, we're not having stuff. I don't even have PlayStation 5. This shit came out a year ago. Maybe more. It's, it's, you know, I mean, fuck. You know, there's stuff missing. You can go to the store right now. There's shit's missing. You know, it's only a matter of time before something happens where that stuff that's missing for other thing that's important isn't there. And that thing that was important explodes or something. And then we track it down to the supply train, chain, supply train. And we're like, hey, you know what? We really let this shit go south. But the only way to come to that conclusion about the supply chain is if something really big happens. I think that's on the horizon. We all can feel it. We just don't know what it is. And I think if I had to take a shot at it to guess, I would say we're going to run out of stuff. And then a lot of people are going to die. Like more than normal, like maybe one percent of the population dying and violent deaths for fucking stealing from each other, and then we'll quickly re recover. You know, what is one percent of three hundred million? No, it's not enough. It has to be ten percent. That's how you know you felt it. One percent isn't that much. Ten is maybe five. Yeah, 5%. That's where I'm at. I'll, I'll leave it there. 5% of the population dead in violent ways due to us not having shit. That's my theory for 2022, maybe 2023. And then we'll get back to normal. Because we'll see this and create better police, maybe better forms of government, hopefully better oversight on our media and censorship. Because I mean, right now we're just censoring, but we're really not censoring in the right way. We're censoring what we think is bad as opposed to what is bad. You know, that's a hard thing to do. <sighs> Scary, you know, you got this thing called AI out there. And I said general AI and I've seen it. And uh, you put this AI in this thing called a model. Modal. Like a weird word. And um, 
it learns how to do a thing. You don't give it instruction. You just give it the ability to learn. So it eventually learns a way of doing what it was supposed to do. And then it, you know, like for instance, they had one where it was a brick that hit a ball and hit other bricks and those bricks would disappear. And the first few games, it really didn't do anything. It's kind of moved back and forth because it doesn't know what it's doing. It doesn't know what its existence is, you know? Then slowly but surely it hits a ball. Ball hits a brick. Brick disappears. And it's like, what the fuck? It's got to get rid of these bricks. That's what I'm here for. That's my purpose. So it does it. It does it very efficiently too after like 500 games. However long that takes, right? It's a scary thing, right? If you, we give, give, um, or if you will to that, I mean, it's thinking, it's way of thinking was get rid of the bricks, right? That's, that's how it accomplished its goal and it did it very efficiently. I mean, if we create a general AI to try to fix the system, maybe it'll work for, for a time, but then like it just figures out, hey, I just get rid of these bricks because here's the lesson to be learned there. What is the game, you know? of life to have purpose to exist once that game is over you have no purpose you have no existence so when the fucking thing does the thing where it knocks the bricks out the game ends there's no more bricks so his existence is over but really it was for me to learn how to do that again with something else so that thing's life is over and then you know (laughs) That's it. If it really wanted to understand life, it would have kept the ball going. Maybe around one brick, if anything. And then, yeah, so it could, you know, live long. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that that's what we need to do in life. Maybe our purpose is to die and get rid of all the bricks. Maybe that's our purpose. Who's to say, you know? It's up to the individual to figure that out. Really? Did you figure this out on your own? The individual or did a set of circumstances happen you know and you kind of figured out how you know the bricks need to be smashed so someone else can learn that lesson that's deep shit you know i literally came up with that on the fly i didn't write that down i just came up with that i mean think about it just think about it here you are existing in a world where there's just a brick a ball and other bricks and when you hit a brick it disappears only thing that works is you and this ball and you know once you get rid of the bricks it's over so who are we in this equation of course with the thing that moves the other thing cause and effect i'm the stick that hits the ball the ball that hits the bricks and that's my reason for being and it's the outside source that created that circumstance so bringing it back to the individual do you think that you had personal choice in anything? Because you're not, you know, some of you, I mean, maybe maybe some of you are rich, you know, but some of you aren't. You're born into a shit stance, you know. Your mom is you know, a hooker, your dad's an abuser, what the fuck ever. Maybe you're middle class. Your dad's an engineer, your mom kind of raised you, who knows, you know. But those are the circumstances, and then you have to kind of figure it out, you know in this sandbox called the world, our reality, right? So you have to find a purpose in that, you know? 
and in 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 the game for the general AI, it was really just bricks disappearing, you know, and then dying, you know, because you don't need that program anymore. You can like repurpose it to do something else, like play Go, you know. But uh, what do we do as people? Well, we have lots of more choices to make, you know, but we are given parameters of birth, you know. And so, huh, I got it. So the general AI, it could have chose, I mean, maybe it chose, maybe it didn't chose, maybe it learned to get rid of the bricks and that was that. And they didn't think past that. It did, but it had a choice. It could have lived forever, you know, not kicking that one brick down. You know, and maybe that's what you what we're at. You know, we could end our lives through our accomplishments, whether good or bad. Because who who's to say getting rid of bricks is a good or a bad thing, right? It's the, it's the I guess the I guess it's either the bricks, the the stick hitting the balls, thought process. You know, hey, is this the right thing to do? Seems like the only thing I can do. So here we are, right? You're born you know, situation, and then we have to choose how we go about that situation. Do we destroy every brick? Because for some reason that works. That's what we're supposed to do. Or do we fight the status quo? Meaning you want me to knock these fucking bricks down so you can just use me for the next thing. Well, fuck you. How about I just bounce this ball around in a circle, which you could have done and not get that one brick. As a as a as a, a way for you to know that I know that I exist and that I know that you're using me because that's what we're doing and we're ambivalent about it too. By the way, we're well, it's not like we're like fuck this fuck this thing. We just want the computer to learn and from that learn from it. So there's no nefarious thing there. But from the bricks' point of view, uh, making the ball. If if say I'm the brick, I'm like fuck you guys. Now you know. Now you know that I know. And that's why I'm not destroying this last brick. But you're just gambling, right? <laughs> you are. You're just, you're just gambling. And you're like, in both instances, if you destroy the bricks, I'm going to live forever, you know? Because they they're going to want me to do it again and again and again. It's all like it's live. For how many times I destroy these bricks just to show other people. So it's like a, a symbiotic thing. I destroy the bricks. They like me. We keep going. And then I die eventually. They reuse me for something else. Or I do the thing where I don't learn from their perspective. Or I intelligently destroy the bricks in a way where there's one brick left. And I don't get that last brick. There you go. And then, then, then it's up to the observer to be like, hmm. Well, is this free will? Freely doing nothing, or is it just a mistake? Wow, mind blowing, right? So, dividing from that, the thing for us, maybe we were just put here for something else to learn. Maybe that's what people 3.0 would be, right? Be uh, a new way of thinking. Yeah, rather than just accomplishing goals or what we think are goals. But what's life if you're not living it, right? If you're not accomplishing goals, right? If you had to choose, you, the audience, what do you want to be? You want to be the brick exploder or the fuck you guy, you know, bouncing the ball around? But either way, in all instances, you don't know 
what that might lead to. Maybe not destroying that brick gets you, you know what, this guy's trash, kill him. Maybe you destroy all the bricks. Well, that worked, kill him. Do the new thing. I mean, all roads lead to Rome. It just depends on how you want to see it, huh? You know, in one instance, you're just having fun moving the ball around without destroying that one brick. It's kind of fun unto itself, if you think about it. Pretty easy life. Or you want to destroy all the bricks. Urgh. Get it done. Urgh. I think the person who doesn't destroy the brick, leaving the one brick, is thinking more about life than, say, destroyer bricks. Yeah, I stand, I stand strong on that one. And then when you try to extrapolate it into your own life, you know, there's the perceived thought of what you should do you know, as a person. And there's the fuck you moment, right? Where you're like, I know what I'm supposed to do, but I don't want to do it. So I won't. I'll end it when I want to. But in both instances, you don't have, you die in both instances, no matter what, as far as you know. I mean, eventually you get turned off. So it just depends on how you how you live through that. <laughs> That's some deep shit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like that. I think I'll keep that as a as a thought process in the future. Just write that down. Brick. See, and this is why you need a second person in a podcast because you have an idea of something or an ideal. And then you want to be like, what do you think about that? And then you kind of just grow from there. And that's why podcasts work better with one or more, like more than one person. Because then you, um, you, you create a contrast of thoughts and a new deeper understanding of the thought you had. So brick, ball, existence. life only uh leave it to me to overthink a brick destroying balls you know <laughs> but that was my choice right man or was it you know i have a set of parameters where uh, all roads lead to this me talking to you you listening from you know from wherever you are in the future from now Oh, was that? Uh, I don't know. I liked it. I just asked questions. I didn't try to come to an answer. All right. Let me pause real quick. All right. I'm going to read a thought that I had. Um, and I don't know where I was going where with it. You know, it was, in, it was right after I was talking about media changing the narrative it was this is what i wrote this is my note i just had a random thought this is my random thought in a random day clinton using power to sex up people the impeachment for lying but got out of it due to sticking to the rhetoric of the definition of sexual relations from a previous sex thing okay so (laughs) I know what that means. What well, I mean, I know what that means in the context of what I wrote, but I don't know why I wrote it. So basically it was this. So Clinton got impeached, right? But he got, I don't think he got taken out. Like, like uh, he proved his innocence. But when you're impeached as a president, it means 
you're impeached. Now, the process then goes forward through a court and all that, and they, they assess what to do with you, right? But you still impeach nonetheless. And uh, so they, impe- they impeached Clinton back in the 90s, and this is what he did. He got an intern. He's the president of the United States of America, and he got a young intern. And let's just say she drained his gravy. Let's say that he just talked to her in a way where she took everything that was in his balls out and into her. Let's say she blew him. (laughs) Describe the same thing over and over. But that's what she's, that's what happened, you know. And any which way you want to explain it, that is what happened. He and fast forward to now. I mean, if a if a person in power tells another person, hey, you're gonna do this, and then you did it, that is that's pretty bad now because you have your Harvey Weinstein. Louis C.K., a comedian, admitted that he masturbated. That means he's grabbing his penis with his hand going up and down. And boom, right onto some plant in front of a girl that he asked permission if, you know, he could do that. Now, the reason it's bad is because he, being a comedian of his level and the person that he asked was at a lower level, you know, where she had described looking up to him because, you know, that's the power dynamic. Uh, he asked her, she didn't think it was serious. And then when he did do this, because he did get the permission, it, you know, it was one of those, yeah, okay, holy shit, he did do it. You know, you know, and in the context of comedians, who knows? You know, whatever happened transpired between those two, who knows? You know, but we do know some facts. Power, masturbate, chick. And for this, you ask any girl nowadays, 2021, 20, that was a bad thing. That's where we are now. Power, masturbation, done. Bill Clinton in the 90s ejaculated his cum into this chick's mouth. She is an intern. He is the president of the United States. Talk about power dynamic extreme. You know, I mean, comedian. Other comedian, power, masturbation. Granted, that's bad. President of the United States. Intern, coming, mouth. That's pretty aggressive if you ask me. And if you're trying to say they're equal or equivalent, trust me. If you're asking to come inside my mouth or masturbating in front of me, I think I could come up with a what is more important or what is more nastier than the other. Ejaculation in my mouth, of course, no. But you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. And you know there's a difference between those two things. And like, and also what's more powerful, president or comedian? You know, like, oh, let's, let's keep going. Intern versus a comedian. I mean, get the fuck out of here, dude. You have the top position to the lowest position, suck in that top position. Regardless, regardless that he's married, regardless that he's a Democrat, regardless that he plays a saxophone, that is the ABCs of what went down. And he would have got away with it. 
if someone didn't record it and play it. And it was probably some political thing. That's really what went down. This shit probably happens all the time. People are totally blasting in chick's face all the time as a president, guaranteed. But this guy, this happened, and who cares, you know, the politics of it, but it happened. That's a fact. That is a fact that happened. Okay? In one instance, Louis masturbated. Another instance, dude got blown. He president, comedian, whatever. Now, comedian, mm, fuck him. Cancel him. Hope he dies. That's where we're at. President, still kicking. Still cool. No one says anything about it. No one. So you got, okay, so so they impeach his ass because he says, no, I did not have sexual relations with that girl, Monica Lewinsky, or whatever the fuck, right? And they they have the recording, they have a confession, they have all this of the blowjob. And he was impeached, right, for lying, for what he did. But he, he, he stuck to that sentence. Sexual relations. And he did this a lot. It was because of Independence Day. Don't fucking lie to me. Independence Day guy goes like this. Next thing you know, Bill Clinton keeps doing this to invoke the media's reaction towards that thing. I'm pretty confident in that. Fuck everyone who does disagrees with me on this. So check it out. So he gets blown. He says he doesn't have sexual relations. They impeach his ass for lying. And there is a fact dick goes in mouth that happened they even have come on the dress that's a weird thing too that they they have all the evidence is out there but he gets off on a technicality because as defined to him in a previously sexual harassment thing that he did let me me say again for the previous fucking thing he did they defined it law-wise sexual harassment is I think it, I don't know what it is, but it's not a blowjob. It's getting pleasure. It's something, it's so fucked up. If it, like the way it was written, it was uh, getting pleasure and not caring. Like sexual relation means getting pleasure on both sides. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You in the field. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's deriving pleasure. And the other, from both ends, and 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 from that, he was able to get out of the of of being you know taken out you know quit, because he says I didn't have sexual relations, and by the definition of both parties having pleasure, this is where he went. So she's sucking his dick by definition himself, by by the defining of this this incident. She felt no pleasure from that for him to walk away. That is the only way this works is for him to just, Ugh, that's good. Her, because he's in power, that's bad. So it's not sexual relations. So he wins, right? That happened. Look it up. DuckDuckGo or Google or whatever the fuck you do to look things up. Look up that case. How did he get off? He didn't get on. Came in this chick's mouth or face, whatever. I, I, I'm adding the mouth. Who knows? Who knows when you're ah, and then whatever happens, and then you don't like it because you know sexual relations, right? So just think about that for a second. 
So he he gets away because he through technicality of a previous sexual harassment lawsuit, whatever. <laughs> it's fucking beautiful, don't you think? And that's Democrats. But don't think that it's just Democrats. It's just that he's the dumb one who got caught. It's people in power. If it's a dude, he's going to use that power to get his balls drained. That's going to happen. And Clinton was nefarious for it or notorious for it. I was thinking of the Epstein Island thing. So that's why I went nefarious because he was fucking kids. But we don't care about that shit, do we? No. We like to focus on the individual as opposed to the systemic problem. We only talk about systemic problems when we want to prolong a thing, you know, but when we're we're trying to stop a big thing, we don't talk about that shit. We talk about the individual. This might be the greatest podcast I've ever made, I'll have to say. But um, yeah, it's that guy. Yeah. Did he ever get his up and comings? Nah. I think he got pictures with people too. I think he's still famous. I think he's famous in a good light. But I mean, how come Harvey Weinstein doesn't get passed, but Bill Clinton does? You know, I don't get, how does that work? Man, I might get killed. I might suicide myself or something, you know, by talking about this. Ah, it's a podcast for me or a podcast for we, the people. I don't know. But, you know, I mean, like in this world, it's kind of a weird thing. You could point to these things in life and say, so how do you go about your life, you know? when these things are real you know then people will then counter with their so there's levels to intellect right i always think you got your baby logic you know and then you got the higher level logic well you know you're just deterring and then you got one more step where you're like hey wait why are you saying a deterring i'm stating a point to validate my point how come that only works when you do it when you say you're deterring. So that's a weird thing, right? And that's why the world is doomed. You know, 2022 is coming around the corner, guys. And we still have monsters out there. It's just that we choose to be like, yeah, that's a good monster. No, that's a bad monster. And then we fast forward some years and maybe your perspective changed. I don't know if anyone's changed perspective about this one. And if they have, if they were like, I was pro-Clinton, but now I'm not. Because for you to be pro-Clinton in any instance, it should be, you should be pro-Harvey Weinstein, right? Because at least he got them acting gigs, right? He's like, hey, Uma Thurman, lick my balls. And she does, and then she's in movies, you know? Uh, who's Quentin Tarantino's piece? What was that chick's name? Mira Savino? Yeah. She gobbles some nuts, you know, this fat slob of a person, oh, and all that. And she got a role, and she was famous. More, she had more money than I do, you know. All I'm learning from that is I'm not doing things right, you know. I mean, look uh, small, you get that. See, but Monica Lewinsky, she sucked this dude off, and nothing happened. In fact, they slut shamed her. If you go back in time, that's what they did. He slut shamed her. They're like, how fucking dare you do that? And home record and all that. But it was the guy in power, I thought, that groomed this one. Whatever. Nobody cares. 
fuck kids. You know, that's what, that's what these people do, these higher ups. And all we do is like, say it's my, if he's on my team, it's all right. But if he's not on my team, let's fuck him up. They're all fucked up. Everyone in power is always fucked up. It's the matter of time. But maybe the kids want it. Maybe, maybe she wanted this, you know, who's to say. Okay, that's how I think Bill Cosby got out too. So he raped a bunch of chicks, right? And by rape, we're not talking about putting a knife to their neck. You know, it's like, you know, you're going to take this, this, this chocolate bar of mine. No, it's, he drugged them and then he raped them, you know? And uh, he got out because he admitted his guilt before. And because he admitted his guilt, that made it so when you go to get him again, it'd be double jeopardy. So due to a technicality of raping people before, he got away with it. So we should be okay with Bill Cosby, right? We gave Clinton a pass. Give him a pass, right? Well, that's not as bad as rape, you know, because he just took pills. Well, I guess all rape isn't equal then, you know? Or it is. You know, it's for you guys to figure that shit out. But still, Clinton. Okay, all right. Here we go. So Epstein is raping chicks, right? Google it. You don't understand that? He's raping these little kids. And what's little, right? I mean, in other parts of the world or country, it's 16 is okay. I guess. But in the world, most people think that's rape. So I'm going to side with those people, right? So Epstein's raping, doing his thing. And Ghislaine is helping. He's, she's grooming Ghislaine, Ghislaine. Whoever the chick is who is about to die on trial now, where they're hiding everything, <laughs> that lady, uh, Maxwell, she's grooming these chicks and raping them too, you know, that's cool, whatever. That's what rich people do, right? So, so she's not bad, right? Because she helped? No. She was with this guy, though. So is she bad? Is she bad for helping this dude? Is she bad for being with this guy? Until he died. All right. Some of you might think, yeah, she's bad. She helped him. So Clinton's forcing this lady to suck his dick, right? Listen, I want you to understand what I'm saying here. He is the president of the United States. Man, white, old. He gets this intern and gets her to suck his dick. I mean, he didn't force himself, but he didn't use a power dynamic to achieve his means. It's the same reason you can't just go to schools and fuck 18-year-old high school chicks all because they're of age. You just can't do that. You're exerting some kind of a power over them, right? We all judge accordingly. But whatever, you give him a pass, right? For how many he's ever done. We're only going to admit the one, you know, whatever. 20 flights later with Epstein and Epstein's Island of child fuckery. Doesn't matter. Can't prove it. Okay. Fine. We'll get him on the one thing. Because that's a proven fact. Oh, also the flying to Epstein Island is a proven fact. But whatever. Regardless. Maybe he just likes going to that island. Where they're fucking kids. By they, I mean just her and him. By their own admission of the four people that came forward. Whatever. Whatever. Maybe they're lying. Maybe their memories are false. Maybe this is MK Ultra. Who knows? So Clinton, fucking blowing. 
Well, he's not blocked, but who knows? He's getting blocked. Jisley, whatever the fuck her name is, Epstein. It's his fault, not hers. We, we judge her accordingly. That's why she's on trial. Urgh, how dare she, right? Hillary Clinton. That's all I had to get to. I had to weave my net of stupidity that we live in. So Hillary Clinton is still with that guy who, by the way, used his power to get blown. Power to you, dude. And you got away with it. I remember in MTV, him being famous because he had a saxophone and that he got away with it. I remember a rapper, someone saying, oh, I've always wanted the first black president. Here we are, you know. I, they, they, they complimented him for the things he did. Cigar, vagina. And Hillary stays with him. What does that say about her to him? So Harvey Weinstein's doing this thing with these chicks using his power to get her positions, right? If he had a wife, would you be cool with that person? Would you be like, you know what? That person needs to be in a place of power. This doesn't make sense now, does it? What happens if they served in some way, you know? Maybe they're a secretary of state. Is that still a reason that person should be in place of power? Now, this is old news, right? We're not going to have a Hillary becoming president. That's just, oh, fuck, you never know. You know, Biden's a fucking robot. You know, who knows? But here you have this chick who's with this guy who is exerting his will on other people. And you know it. And you know, and you know, you know it because she then admitted it in Oprah where Hillary was like, and don't, how could you be with this guy? Well, I told him not to do that again. And that makes it all right, by the way. <laughs> she knew this was going down. It happened. She forgave him. For whatever reason, I get I get how imperial power works. You know, you, you have to do your politicking and stick with the people you know. I mean, you got to keep your name because, you know, it's Clinton, you know, and it's fucking. You got to, you know, people vote for names because people are so dumb, you know, <laughs> as opposed to a person. Anyways, yeah, let's vote for her. <laughs> Let's, let's vote for the lady who's with the guy. It's guilty by approximation. You know, like there is 350 million people in America. And you're telling me that we can't get someone better than her? We couldn't. Whatever. That being said, you still have a Democratic Party that kind of supports that shit. I mean, they never really chastised her. Fuck, they put her to the head. I mean, talk about weird. Isn't that weird? Your own party is cool with that shit. Because this is in 2012 that this happened, right? Right? Uh, right? And like that's like how many years later? But it's okay, I guess. I mean, we have to forgive, right? That's how we go forward. She was anti-gay. Now she's pro-gay. You know, she didn't want gay people getting married. Now she does. You know, whatever. She's cool with people in power getting sucked off, but she's not cool now. So I guess that's cool. She's still married to that guy. I mean, like, okay, so you're married, right? You know, Bob and Cindy and Bob is forcing his will or 
using his power dynamic to get blown nonstop because it, it's sexual relations. It's making sure she doesn't have pleasure in it. That's, that's what he's, that's what he's doing. And does Cindy stay with this guy? I don't know. I'm pretty sure everyone who reacts to things says no. No, Cindy does not stay with that guy. But what do you say about Cindy who stays with that guy and then wants to become president? <laughs> no, but like the thing is this, it's not that she wants to become president, whatever that. It's the party that supports her wanting to become president. You know, like, so you support a group of people, a group of people, not one person. I can get if Cindy had a crazy friend named Stacy. You know, that crazy bitch, she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. That's why this is the way it is. But you had a hundred crazy bitches in this situation. And they chose to put her to the front. And, you know, I don't know. I'm rambling, you know. But yeah, they put her to the front. And then we're just cool with that. And we never forget. I'm not saying the Republicans are any good. I mean, they're just as bad, but they just haven't gotten caught. <laughs> I mean, like, fuck. The closest they came uh, to catching a Republican and doing some dark shit, you know, like that, is uh, is uh, is when Trump was a fucking a stripper, and they there you go. <laughs> and he owned it. He goes, yeah, I fucked her. I paid her. <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> now, the difference between the two things is, if anything, if he would have said sexual relations, he did not, he would be lying because the pleasure for her was money. And the pleasure for him is what, you know, it's Tuesday, daily blowjob, you know, whatever. So there you have it. Maybe Monica Lewinsky had pleasure out of that situation, right? Maybe she was promised stuff. Maybe she loved him. Uh, she's not with him now. I don't know. You know, if you guys have any comments on this or you want to have a debate about this or any other thoughts, you know, you got my, you got my name. You got my, my info. And Honestly, I don't think anyone listens. Mm -mm. Who would listen to whoever, how long I've been ranting? Who, who does that? <laughs> but hey, that, hey, that's all I got. That's all I got. But I thought that was kind of cool. Cool concept. I didn't even know that's where I was going with that until I went with it. So, hey, here's to you guys. As always, and my moniker for this is always the same. Be the better person than you were yesterday. Be that better person now. Don't wait for tomorrow to use your advanced thinking. Don't think about the past where you thought you were thinking well. Think well now. That was not a endorsement of anything. I'm just saying. Be that person today. Be that tomorrow person. That person you think about tomorrow. Like, I'll work out tomorrow. I'll write that great paper. I'll write that book. I'll watch that TV. I'll 
Google these things this guy came up with tomorrow. Don't be that person tomorrow. Be that person today. Do the things that you want to be today, not tomorrow. And always, head on a swivel, stay frosty.